ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode this is episode 107 this is the first episode of the new year today's date is january 9th the year is 2022 the location i am back i'm back at the studio in beautiful downtown santa Ana historic district in beautiful sunny southern california Info about the podcast. If you guys are looking to be sponsors, advertisers, or guests, you can get a hold of me at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That's the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. This is a new year. We're moving forward. This is year three of the podcast. And I'm excited for what this year holds for us. And you know, I'm I'm just excited of everything that's that's been going on. You know, everything I've been through last year, that's last year. Let's not forget what what has happened. But I'm also gonna you know, put that together and just keep moving forward and, and keep being strong because that, that's all that, that I feel I need to do, man, is just keep moving forward, keep grinding away. And, yeah, it's okay to feel sad and cry and go through these emotions, but I have to keep podcasting. I have to finish what I started. I'm not going to give up, and I thank all my audience and everyone that supports this podcast. Thank you so much. I couldn't have done it without you guys. want to give a couple shout-outs. Shout-outs to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. If you want to buy, sell, or trade, barter, Whatever you want to do, looking to, to buy something or sell, whatever, hit them up at 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. That's Wimpy's Pawn Shop. That's where I get my gear when I when I need some gear. Don't want to go and buy something brand new. I just need something used or, you know, head head over there, man. They'll hook, they'll hook you up. Also, I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Freddie Morales, who's been on the show plenty of times. He's a loan officer, owns his own business now by, by you know, giving out loans. If you're looking to sell or buy a house or you're looking for a loan uh, he's a guy to hit up you can hit him up at freddy at grosscapital.com that's freddy at grosscapital.com once again uh, i'm excited for this episode before i get to him i'm gonna get a shout out to my past guest one of my best friends in the whole wide world mr bill maala thank you for coming through that podcast was uh you know tremendous we just got to just hang out have some beers and just end the new year uh, the, the end of the year just by just hanging out and just shooting the shit. So thank you for being a supporter of the podcast, brother. I appreciate you coming through. And it, it was, oh, it's always an honor to catch up with you. My guest today, returning guest, there's nothing more important for me to start this new year by having the Godfather show up today and, and bless the, the, new, the new season, the new year uh, 
for this podcast. So, you know, it just it just made pl- plenty of sense to have him come be the first episode of the year 2022. Mr. Godfather, welcome back. Podfather, you know, it's been a while since I've had you on the show. Welcome. What's been going on? Um, Not a whole lot. Just kind of re- been off recovering my shoulder from work and setting up my paperwork. Uh, I'm retiring, so 31 and... 31 plus years was enough beating up my body at that place. So I got, uh, I'm targeting February 1st will be my last day. February 1st, huh? Yeah. When are you, when are you supposed to go? I know you've been off work on injury. When are you supposed to go back? Um, I go back to the, see the orthopedist on Wednesday. And pretty much when I went and saw him last time, he said to me, I asked him what my, Choices were because they were going to try this one um, last procedure. It's uh, like a plasma injection. I guess a lot of people are getting it in their elbows mm-hmm. for a tennis elbow. Mm-hmm. So they were going to, it's kind of like, I said, you know, whatever, but it's not FDA approved and work comp, dude. They shot it down. <laughs> what is the stuff they, they go down? Like a lot of athletes go down, down to the Panama Canal and they get those infusion infusions. Have you ever heard of that stem cell therapy? Oh, okay. Is that something like that? The plasma? I, um, I'm not sure. I, the way I was explained is they take my blood and they spin it in something mm-hmm. and then re inject it into you. And it's supposed to help. Yeah. I think that's yeah. something like, I think that's stem cell. Yeah. Right. I, it, it could be, I'm not sure, but they said it's, he told me, he goes, it's like a coin flip. He goes, they're probably going to shoot it down because it's not FDA approved. And sure enough, they did. So I said, okay, what's my choices now? He goes, go back to work and deal with the pain or retire. And he goes, well, you know what? Come back in two weeks. I want to see that. Uh, I had a qualified medical examiner do something for me when I uh, first re-injured this again. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, he basically told me there's not much more we can do for you. And I said, I need to go get a second opinion. I said, because... I'm not going back to work and suffering like this, dude. Mm-hmm. So um, he wants to see that paperwork. And um, so I don't know if he's going to, on this Wednesday, say, okay, you know, that's it. And then, like I said, I'll have to burn my entitlements at work mm-hmm. up until February 1st. Or if he's going to say something else. Because the lady at the uh, with the pension told me, hey, if he says, well, you need to have another let me read this stuff and I'll be, you know, get back Mm -hmm. to you in two weeks or whatever. And we can see what's going on. She says, don't screw up your work comp right now. She goes, don't like compromise that. Mm -hmm. So I might have to move it to like February 15th, Mm -hmm. but I'll know more on Wednesday. And I got my paperwork at home. I've sent everything except for this. Mm -hmm. So I think after this, then they'll come back and send me the paper. Like, are you going to take so much and leave some for your wife? Are you going to take the whole thing? Oh, your pension? Yeah, because you can do it in a couple of different ways. You can take, like, I think it's, I'm just saying, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, like 60% of it so that 40% stays. Like, say I pass away, Mm -hmm. my wife will still collect, like, part of it. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, like, when you pass, your wife would just get it, too. No, they they got a whole bunch of different, yeah, you got to read that stuff because you know what? A lot of people talk and say stuff, and it's confusing as hell. You, You have to read and and go and I'm like one of those people like so I read the whole thing mm-hmm. so I, I saw that and so what I did was I have life insurance till I'm 80 mm-hmm. so I'm gonna take my whole thing because if I go my wife will I have life insurance too I gotta read I gotta see how long it lasts. I think it only lasts for 25 years but I'm gonna 
look into re- yeah you got to redo it and keep it keep it i just it did i just readjusted it to age 80 so um was I, that the farthest they go i don't know i'm sure you could go more but the older you are the more it costs more it costs yeah so it, it jumped up my thing a little bit but it's not that big of a deal you know what i mean it just life insurance is so important people don't people don't get it like i wish i mean me and my my wife we got ours at 18. When we got, we got, well, no, let me go back. She got hers at 18. I, I got mine when we got married about 24. Uh, the insurance company goes, you don't want life insurance. And then, but when you do all said and done, you do, you know, the doc, they send people over to do your blood, they do your vitals and then they determine how much you should pay and yeah. stuff like that. But it's not that much. I mean, I think I pay like 25 bucks a month, but if something were to hap- happen to me, my wife, or you know, would get a substantial amount and, it's that simple. I don't understand a lot. I know a lot of people that don't have life insurance. Yeah. I So I, the first time I got it was I went from 30 to 50, and then I redid 50 to 70, and then I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm going to retire. So I readjusted it, and my insurance guy says, okay, yeah, it's going to cost you a little bit more because of how old you are now and stuff. And But it's worth it. Yeah. The only, the only bummer for me is because I take uh, the stuff for my anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Um, it, it causes it to, I'm not a smoker. I'm not a drinker. Uh, none of that stuff, you know, mm. um, all that. But because I take something for my anxiety, it, it my, uh, I don't get the big, big, the biggest discount, I guess, whatever you can get. Mm. Cause it, I get a good discount with it because I have my home, my automobile, my boat, every, all my insurance through, you know, state farm. That's yeah. what I do with. That's state who I farm. have too. Okay. Yeah. And so, but um, he always tells me, he goes, damn, he goes, there's no way you can get off that stuff. I said, I probably could. I go, but it's, I go, it's kind of a hard thing to, to get off of you. It really takes a long time. I go, and by the time I got to where I didn't have to do it, I go, probably the life insurance term would be up. So what's the use? Man? Yeah. <laughs> so I just said, nah, you know what, man, that's, you know, because like I said, when I quit drinking, that's when I found out I had anxiety. You don't know that when you're getting hammered all the time, dude. Uh, you know what? I just on this po- on the podcast I've told people that I'm gonna stop drinking. You know, uh, you know I wouldn't drink every day. There was days I would drink every day, especially when my brother passed. But I noticed, like, I since I stopped because of the new year, I stopped drinking. I I'm not gonna lie, I started getting anxiety and, and like what what's wrong with me? You know, and when you start thinking about it, you go online. You, you, you when you go online and you put in uh, what is what is it takes to be an alcoholic, and it says if you drink. 15 or more drinks a week you're considered alcoholic and i'm like well fuck i guess you know you don't think you are you know you think oh you know i have a couple shots a night a couple beers but you know are you really telling the truth to yourself you know and you start thinking about like fuck i guess i am an alcoholic now nah, you know what my i mean i went through the thing and everything i went through rehab they tried to put me in the place and because most guys have to detox it do it and I said, listen, I don't drink every day. I just mm. said, I can't be a social drinker. If I start drinking a couple of beers, I, and next thing you know, I'm drinking a 12-pack. Yeah. But the basic thing, and you talk to a lot of guys that have, the older guys that I talked to that had been around, had like what I have now, I have, so this is January, okay, so this is 29, August 15th will make 30 years. So I've got 29 years right now. Wow. So back when I first started, there was guys when I went to the AA meetings and stuff that I had to go to and all that stuff. Um, I talked. I just started talking to people, and those guys 
all said, hey, here's here's the basic thing. Is it messing with your family life and your job? Is it causing you problems there? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Then you're an alcoholic. Yeah. When you start, you know, me that I'm older now, back when we were younger, you're able to, you know, go work 12 hours, go home, work out, and then go out, have dinner, have a few drinks, you know, and then after that, have some few more drinks and get to bed at a late hour, get a couple hours sleep, wake up, go to work, and you're fine. But as you get older and you still continue to try to do that process, you're going to start calling in pretty soon. Yeah. And I see a lot of these young drivers, and obviously I don't mention names, and I know a lot of people, and I've, I've been down that road too, and, and I see them, uh, you know, I, I just want them to, 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 you know, take a look at themselves, man. And are you, what are you missing work for? Are you missing work because you're lazy or you're missing work because you're, you're hung over and you're, you're partying too much because, hey, one of these days it's going to catch up to you. And where you got so many sick calls, you got 15, you know, sick calls and, you know, what's the problem here? And you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, man, what am I going to do? You know, am I, am I going to change this lifestyle or I'm going to, you know, keep blaming? Oh, no, I'm just tired. Oh, no, I'm just stressed out. And because it's a new year, I said, OK, I, I got to do my DOT at the, in September. Doctor told me you will be 41 when you come in. Or no, I'll be 42. He goes, at 42, you have to, if you're overweight, they make you do a sleep apnea test. Yes. And that's and that's a problem for me is because I have my tonsils, I have no neck, and, and I do snore. And so I have been diagnosed with it in the past, but I was also on, you know, I was doing other things, you know, I was doing a lot of blow and, and you know, just partying really hard. And so, you know, I've, I've cleaned myself up. You know, and so I, the last thing was, okay, I'm not going to drink. I mean, I'm not going to stop, but it's like, hey, I need to, like, I got to start losing weight. I got to get better. And so, yeah, the whole week, like, like by, like, the fifth or sixth day, I, I did have anxiety. I used to have anxiety attacks back in the day, so I know what it feels like. And I was like, man, it wasn't bad where it's like I need to go to the doctors, but I can feel something different. But by Saturday yesterday, I sort of, I felt great. Went to work, did early AMs, and I was working, and I felt really good. Yeah, anxiety is... People that don't have it don't know, but it sucks, man. When you have an anxiety attack, it, it, it blows, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we are the last one I had. I was on vacation with, uh, you know, Tom, Tom and his wife, Mary, mm -hmm. my wife and I, we were in San Francisco. We were on the bus to go to have lunch and then go to, we were in San Francisco. So we were going to the Giants game. Mm -hmm. So we were having lunch at this one little place. And all of a sudden when we were in the lunch place, man, it, it came out and, and I'd been taking my medication for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. Well, it was a real low dose for a long time. And I guess all of a sudden, and I was like, it was weird, man. But his wife had Xanax because she's like me. She has anxiety. Um, and <clears throat> I'm just lucky she had her purse. Cause I didn't bring none with me because mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, yeah, you don't take it as you don't take it as often. You know when I take Xanax when I fly because I, I I I get anxiety when I fly now too. You know what it is? What my doctor told me why, and maybe might be for you. Okay, so at work, you're in control. When I when we go any place on vacation, even like it, Tom's like, hey, you 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 want me to drive? Well, it's his truck, but they all know that, like I have to drive, so mm -hmm. I drive. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's just like the thing. And then I'm okay. I, I have a tough time being a passenger. You know what? I've even, noticed that. Even with any of our, our brothers that drive, I know they can drive, you know, just as good as me. We well, I'll drive that truck. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's it's a trip. But so in the plane, that's what my doctor told me. She goes, well, you know what it is. You're not the one. 
I would, that's the, the exactly what You're went. You're not the one flying that plane. I when it the last time I, it took off, and and I've flown plenty of times, and I was younger, you know, going to Vegas, whatever. You're drinking in the back, hanging out with your buddies, and the, the, a couple years ago, it happened. I flew out to Sacramento for a wedding, and man, I got in that plane, dude, and I and I was already had a few drinks in me too, so I thought I'd be relaxed. But man, as soon as it took off, and man, I. <sighs> And I had to start talking to the guy next to me. I go, dude, I don't know what's going on. Like, I kept telling him. I kept telling myself, just, I'm going to go tell him to land. Just land this fucking plane. Just land. I don't care what <laughs> I it know costs. that feeling. It's just terrible. Land this fucking... And then as I start thinking about it, and I said, you know, it's because, you know, when you're driving, you can pull over. You know, even when I do drive the truck sometimes, I do get, it, like, anxiety. And it's weird. It's like, why? Why do I have anxiety? But I always tell myself, hey. If if you have anxiety, just pull. You can I can pull over anytime and get out and just breathe. You know, that does come upon me. But in the plane, yeah, I, I get it. I got it now. When you know, why did this happen? And I said because I'm not in charge. Yeah, I'm not driving. My lady, she drives me to work. She picks me up, and I'm okay. There's times I do feel something, you know. But uh, you know, it's, I'm able to just fight it off, and you know, it's a battle between your mind, your mind over matter, you know. But in the plane, yeah, I I, I get it. Yeah, so that's what I was told by my doctor. And I was like, well, okay. She goes, so I get them, but that's basically when I take them. I mean, I've like, I probably got some old ones in my lunch pail because I haven't used my lunch pail in a while, but it worked. Yeah. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I know those are in there. So if I ever start feeling kind of like at work, just like stress and that will bring it on, mm -hmm. you know, I always think, well, if you, and then, ah, I don't need it right now. Let's keep going. And, and then the next thing you know, my mind is, gotten off that because mm -hmm. of work and you know i'm driving in and i'm like oh, i'm heading in anyways i'm going home so what do I, I don't need it you know and those things kind of ease your mind when you're mm -hmm. doing that because too is like even in that truck okay if there's a uh, say traffic on the 55 you know coming in from where my route mm -hmm. is i can take those side streets and cut through that kind of tustin old tustin newer tustin part and come to like mm -hmm. 17th street and hop on the 50 mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that keeps my mind i'm i'm going mm -hmm. so it keeps your Instead mind on the freeway being yeah, stuck keeps your mind occupied mm. and you learn all those things you know to do I those kind it, of yeah. things and stuff like that and it's like after like i said 29 years it all comes but that when i had that panic attack that was really weird because i had with the medication i wasn't even i didn't even have uh xanax as a backup back then so it was it was a it, and you what know. do you think ha what do you think happens to you know uh, over the years of being a driver and being in the car like I'm like that too if I'm on the in the morning I'm okay early AMs I'm good to go I'm, my bed body but I just woke up my body's just it's strong it's getting you know just woke up getting the day started but if I do that double when I do that double trip I'll take the streets I won't take the freeway because I noticed during the week if I used to take the freeway I would just I don't know what the feeling was, but now that I think about it, it was anxiety. I don't know what it is. You're driving, and it's like you got an easy day. And it's, it, but just, just as I'm getting older over the years now, when I was younger, I don't remember feeling like that. But now it's, well, I was like, what is this feeling? You know, what's this feeling? I'm driving, and, and it's like, but once I get to my route and start getting out and in, I'm focused. And by the end of the day, I drive in, I'm already tired, and it doesn't. But it's in the morning. I don't know if it's because I've always hung over or something or you know, but there's a lot of days where I'd be driving and just feel this anxiety. Yeah. I'd only been working a little over two years when I, when I quit drinking at UPI, but I'll tell you what, I, uh, the first time I ever drank like on a, 
like it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and then I came to work either that Wednesday or Thursday in the morning, mm -hmm. and man, I was and I was on a uh, real easy route, mm -hmm. and I was a utility driver, real easy route, and then I'll, I'll I you know like through that day I was like, dude, I, I'm sorry, but having this job is a it's, Friday it's Saturday only drinking day, dude. Mm -hmm. I, there's no way I can do this job mm -hmm. hungover, man. I, I I was like you know, and you hear about guys that party all the time and stuff, and I'm, I'm thinking it catches like, up to them. Yeah, I'm like thinking like. How? Well, I really didn't experience too much because I only after, like I said, two years into two years and a couple months into my career, that's mm -hmm. when I said, you know, I, I, well, not just that. How old were you when you started driving? Uh, thirty. Okay. Yeah. I started late. I could have. There's. I had two different times. I could have uh, started. Um. Uh, one of my friends works there now. He's been there forty plus years. He he splits, mm -hmm. and he was. I was partying with all the homies in the in the neighborhood and. He comes up and he's telling me about this job and I'm like, ah, you know. And then Tommy, in eighty, I think he started in '87. Tommy told me about it. And then in '89, he goes, "It's the last time I'm telling you, dude, because I'm telling you, you can do this job, man. Mm -hmm. It pays good. This, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah." And I'm like, "All right." So '89, I was a Christmas hire and I gave it a shot, mm -hmm. and I got hired back. Basically, three months later, April 10th is my anniversary. So mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Basically, from peak to then is only three months. Three months mm -hmm. and ten days. So, I, remember, I remember when I first started going out blind. Well, it was like you know, you're so young, your body's able to handle that stress. Uh, I can't even imagine people in their in their 40s or you know, got to go out blind every day. You show up, and now UPS doesn't do that to them anymore. They usually keep these new drivers. They, you know, here's here's your little spot. You know, you're going to cover on the board five now, drivers. right? Isn't on the every. I mean, you can go uh, stop for stop basically on your board now. Yeah, right? yeah. You put it in. It's called a cradle now. You can put it in, and I didn't have anxiety when I went out blind. I actually liked it. It actually made me, it actually kept me focused. It kept my mind off of, of, of anxiety. But I guess you can have anxiety attacks from, from you know, you're going to go out blind on a route. But now the technology, I think it's definitely helped with, you know, oh, yeah, some that, kind of those symptoms. From when I first started, you know, when we were just on paper and you had to have the just the uh, uh, Thomas guide, mm -hmm. you know, and you were in this area and this is where you start and you had the guys old sheets because we did the sheets and you kind of looked at the streets and go, okay, and then look at them. And, oh, okay. I kind of see how he does it. That helped me so much uh, in my driving days because I learned how all the streets, north, south, east, west, all stayed the same name. Mm -hmm. It's just they turned and then you would remember, oh, there's a little uh, cul-de-sac in here and it's got a little street like Nottingham or something. I don't know yeah. why that one always comes up, but I remember oh, yeah. it. Was it not in Tustin? No, that's on in uh, Santa Ana. It's on Ed, uh, Ed Young's route. Oh, yeah, Nottingham. So I think it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. But anyways, I mean, I can, like anybody could say something to me when the younger guys are whatever, and I would say, oh, that's okay. This is, and I mean, I, I know Santa Ana better than I know my own neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You know, I lived in my house for uh, almost 26 years now. And, uh, I mean, that that helped a lot because I mean, you when you went out blind, you, you after a while, you, okay, all these streets are all the same. Okay, I see what it is. Just different hundred blocks now, and and I mean, I could bust through that stuff, and then I ended mm -hmm. up getting my route. But when we used to deliver the Fountain Valley stuff, the route, you know, where my route was in Fountain Valley, Oscar mm -hmm. has it now. Mm -hmm. Okay, I. Uh, it was all business. It was easy. But when I would run the other routes that had all the resi, man, I used to just like, and so I ran all day because 
from this little neighborhood to this neighborhood, all the street names changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only thing that didn't change in Fountain Valley was the main street. You know, Warner, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Brookhurst, you, you know, as you were down in there, the, the main streets didn't change. Mm -hmm. But the little neighborhood to neighborhood, all the streets changed. They're all you know? different, yeah. And it used to freak me out, man. I'd get over there and it was like culture shock from Santa Ana to there. When I would do one of those routes, I'd mm -hmm. like, oh, man, I, I'd start freaking out. So I, I mean, I would, I basically would run all freaking day long. Jeez. Yeah. You know, I do get anxiety too. I guess is I guess you could call it anxiety sitting in traffic. I think I don't know if that causes everybody to get anxiety, but I, I can't stand traffic anymore. I think it's we all, especially after the longer we go, because you know look how no one ever wants to be behind us. Everybody's mm -hmm. always cutting you off all day long. You know you're just putting up with all these stupid people driving all day long because. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people get driver's license and you wonder how when you're out there. And you mm -hmm, see, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, we've seen stuff all the time. I've seen plenty of people run the red lights uh, right, mm -hmm. in, right in front of you and, you know, and stuff. And I've had people, I've had, I think it's three times that I had people drive into me. Yeah. The, Am the Amazon driver drove into me. Some girl pulling out of Kingston. And some guy pulling out of, I think they used to be called U.S. Divers, was on uh, Warner back in the day. But three people, that, and I'm thinking, hmm. okay, how did you not see this big brown truck? How did you drive into me? But, and then you, I, and then I think, man, who helped them out at the DMV, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, maybe they, I don't know, maybe they don't have license. Yeah, I mean, I was in. Driving uh, illegally, too. I, I can tell you, when I was in traffic school, and they used to still have it in the, in the court, you know, when you would go to the courts. Mm -hmm. So I was in there. This guy's asking a few questions to teach and stuff. He goes, okay, I'm going to pose one question here. One to ten, ten being best. Who in here thinks as a, as a driver you're a ten? No one else, just me. And he goes, well, what makes you think that? He goes, you're in here. I said, yeah. I said, I was going 16 to 50. I go, and the sheriff decided, okay, I'm picking that car out, mm -hmm. and I'm giving this guy the ticket. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I can't outdrive any of you guys in here. I said, I drive for a living in a big old truck. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to do that thing just like you guys drive sports cars. I go, so I go, I'm in and out, backing in here and there and everything. I go, so I think I am. And it's funny. <laughs> my wife and and Tommy's wife, their, their friend was in there. She turns around and she looks. She goes, I knew that was you. <laughs> <laughs> that it was funny. But I mean, then the guy next to me goes, yeah, but you, you know, same thing. He's in the class. You know, he goes, Gee, but you're in here for, you got a speeding ticket. I said, so? I said, I could outdrive your ass any day, dude. <laughs> I said, it doesn't matter. I said, I, I go, I'm in my personal vehicle, from what I learned at UPS, I go, I see 10 times more things ahead of time than you guys do. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I've been in instances where I was getting ready to turn into a shopping center, and I'm at the, and the left turn signal comes on, and I'm waiting, and my wife goes, the light's green. Boom, the guy runs a red light. I said, I could tell that guy wasn't decelerating. Mm -hmm. She just shakes her head like, you know, because I always tell her I see that. I mean, I, you just, is after it, a while, you, you start seeing that stuff. Do you think UPS is how to drive safety, like get the big picture? And, it helps. You know. I mean, a lot of that stuff. I mean, okay, there is a lot of, that was the only thing was the five singing habits back in the day. That's all you had to know. Mm-hmm. Now they give you all that other Ten crap. point commentary. All that other crap. And, and you know what? A lot of it really doesn't because almost all that, the 
you know how to lift and lower and all that stuff and everything already. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you know mm. what's going to work and what's not going to work, what's going to jack you up and what's not. Mm. And a lot of times you can't follow all those procedures when you're at work. They wanted to do that every time. Do you know how long everybody would be out all day long if you followed everything by what well, all those are, things say? Well, yeah, well, one of the things, yeah, they say, and then what are you going to do when you got to go up four sides, uh, three flights of stairs and you got this big old TV? Mike Tracy's you know? route. He's got those. Uh, how are you supposed to do that safe, apartments, safely? Yeah, he's got those apartments with no elevator and, he's, and they're three stories because mm -hmm. I delivered a 72-pound mm -hmm. little mini fridge one time up there. <sighs> and I was like, I was like, I asked some guy there, I said, hey, so where's the elevators? And the guy laughed at me. He goes, what elevators? I go, oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, too, with his age. I don't know, man. I got. I he has my respect for that. Actually, I don't think he has all those stairs anymore. I think they they, they put like two more routes up there. I mean, it'd be not. I mean, just like see, that's that's what would get me. I was like, okay, hey, take care of Mike. He's got more seniority. Man, I understand he had gotten that big accident, but I jacked up my shoulder, oh, yeah. and I didn't ask for you to take that pickup off. All I asked was, can you help me with that pickup? Mm. And they gave me poor Piccolo, who's already they overworked that poor guy. He's got, you know, he's got. Who, the, who's got, who's got the your pickup? Mike Tracy does. No, no, no. I'm saying that oh. that pickup there. They uh, the one that I wanted help with. Oh, they give it to Piccolo. And so well, they for him to help me, and the guys overworked every day, and mm -hmm. and then they're trying to make him. And I was like, he, I told, I, I would almost every day call John and say, "No, nah, don't come help me, dude. Just do your thing. Don't worry about it." You know, and that's where I'm, I'm at today. And it's like, oh well, you know, that's. So I, I don't I don't get it because anytime uh, uh, our my supervisor anytime mm -hmm. he needed something bailed out or something he, he didn't like he called me mm -hmm. all the time like man because you know why because if he calls me it's gonna get done mm -hmm. he calls some of the other guys that drive around me over there they're not gonna help him mm -hmm. they're gonna tell him to shove it mm -hmm. and and he knows okay I give it to him no matter what's going on I know Frank will take care of it. No matter what the situation, he knows how to, he'll go over there and he'll, he'll handle it and get it done right. And I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then after a while they start, you know what I mean? They start depending on that with, with certain guys. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. But I, I when I asked you for this help here, you couldn't help me, dude. Mm -hmm. You know? So that kind of, that kind of soured me, started souring me on the job, you know? Cause I mean, it, like recently, last few years. Yes. You're talking about, okay. Yes. That's why, I, like right now, I could probably go back and maybe if they helped me with that pickup, work through a little bit of the pain for a little while, and then I start thinking, why? How do you have constant pain? Yes. Wow, and you don't take anything in Advil, maybe? No. Nothing? You know what, dude? When whenever I've uh, and my orthopedist thinks I'm nuts, and so do the people at the at the physical therapy places. When they would first start doing like any kind of physical therapy, I had to do with any kind of my. I don't like to take any of those narcotic yeah, killers. Yeah, yeah. And the guy goes, no, you have to, dude. You have to. I said, no, I don't. Yeah, but this is, we're going to do this and that, and you're going to be in so much pain. I said, I was already in pain from, from the injury. Mm -hmm. I'm already uncomfortable from what I've had to do while wait until you got everything done so I could start the physical therapy. I go, and here's the bottom line. I said, you can do whatever you want to me right now. I said, I can cry on the way home, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we can get this done here. No problem, dude. And, and every time I've had physical therapy, and they never know. Uh, and they've always told you, you got to do something to take the edge off. I said, no. Nah. Wow. I said, no, I, I'm not doing it because I have an, you know, I have an addictive uh, personality. personality. Yeah. So I said, uh, you know, I've been sober for all these years. And they go, yeah, but when you have, there's certain times when if you have to do it, you have to do it. And I said, and if I don't want to do it, 
I'm not going to do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and that, uh, that's a, that's the thing. I mean, they, and they, the last time they gave me like that oxycodone crap, mm-hmm. I just threw it in the trash. I'm sure there's people out there right now going, oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> but <clears throat> I did, man, because I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not some tough guy that, that I just, I just said, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, when I leave out of that place, I can just kind of like, oh, Mm. thank god it's over you know what kind of procedures were they doing like deep tissue tissue yeah and like and when when uh when it got done um and then when i was able to do it you had to break the scar tissue up Mm -hmm. so you're doing a lot of they're moving your arm around a lot of manipulation this way that way that way and it it hurts when they're first doing it to break that thing so they can get you to start doing whatever yeah exercises you need to do and stuff and uh, then that was the most painful part you know, so that's what I'm scared of. I have two herniated discs in my back, and that's how my addiction came about. You know, with pills was I had to work, dude. I had to go to work and support my family. And did your back ever bother you before this job? Uh, no. When I started working, I I got my first injury at work, uh, twisting and turning. I was a pickoff. <laughs> yeah, and that was the beginning of it, the the back problems, and uh, it's documented with work. And all mine are yeah. all mine are, but I mean it, the job. Is basically a minefield, and there's some mm-hmm. guys that can uh, that have gone through their careers and never had a injury. They can say, but was did they never have an injury, or did they never report an injury? Mm-hmm. It's two different things. Yeah, because with me, I still have the problem, and I know for me to keep my back from aggravating is inflammation. Inflammation was a big part. Drinking causes inflammation. The pills that I was taking caused inflammation. So it made it worse than what I really thought it was. Now I know it's inflammation. So, yeah, my back does give out. If I work six weeks for, for two, three months, my back's, I might wake up and my back's boom. And now it, it went from, you know, years ago, it'd be my back would hurt for a day or two, you know, just real stiff. And then it got to the point where if, if I aggravated it to a point where I couldn't get out of bed for months. So, it's like you said at work it's walking it's, when you go to work it's like you're walking through minefields you just yep. don't know when that injury is going to happen and so i had to adapt the way i work so with thank god for seniority as my seniority gain i, I got off of the freight routes even though i liked it because it, it was a good workout and, and it helped with my stress and anxiety i had to switch to resi routes where the packages are lighter and it's just more walking and then it just got to too much work now and then now i'm in a wally run so it's it's four bulk stops and, and then pickups. You know, it was pretty easy. A yeah. lot of it's pallets. So I don't have those back problems like I used to. Um, you know, you just learn how over life you learn how to compromise. But in the end, man, you, you want to be able to walk out on your own two feet, dude. Yeah, because there's guys that, I mean, we've seen that have barely made it out. And then they're getting surgeries and stuff and everything. And I didn't, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. I mean, it's. There's a lot of guys having surgeries. You have to weigh the. You know, you have to weigh everything and say, well, is a couple extra bucks in my pension monthly worth it that I won't be able to get around and mm-hmm. and enjoy my, you know, you give them a lot there because, I mean, like I said, with all those 10-point uh, commentary and all the lifting and lowering all the stuff, if you were to do everything like they said, you would never get done unless you had 60, 70 stops a day. Yeah, that's Depending true. on whatever kind of – because – it's it's the just the nature of the job. I know this last 
manager we just had, we ain't going to say names, but <laughs> they, when he left, the new manager started hiring all kinds of drivers, and rumors has it is that he did it to punish the center. I don't know if that's true or not, but the young guys that he brought in under his regime, these guys were working like dogs, man. They were doing crazy peak status routes, man, and for, for how many years he was in our center, and I just I, I thought to myself – you don't know these young kids don't know what they're putting themselves into for years down the road. Anybody could go on bus routes out for, you know, the smash routes and take care of it. But when you get older, when you now that I'm 40 and 41 now, and I started driving when I was 24, I wish I was 24. I wish I felt like I was 24. <laughs> I'm 41, man. I feel like I'm 61. It's, it's, it's a, it's a game changer. It's a eye opener. I mean, I'm coaching my son's flag football team now. And we're starting our second season, and like I'm throwing the ball to these kids, and I'm watching them run and do things, and I go, and I, and my mind going, yeah, I can do that, and then my body's going, you can't do that no more. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because there's one guy, a driver at work, that kept asking me for years, dude, I need you to come out and play, you know, softball for me. I need you to come out and play. I'm like, dude, I can't do that no more. I had surgery on both my shoulders, mm -hmm. so that means my throwing arm for one. I go and. You know, swinging, and I go for the other. I go, I, I can't do it. Oh, yeah, you can. I said, dude, <laughs> no, I can't. And I said, that, I'm sorry, but I, I can't, man. And you want to, though. I would have loved to probably maybe got back out because I would be able to now. Back when I first started, dude, I mean, I didn't get to go see any of my daughter's games. There was no way I could have even thought about coaching because it was a whole different thing then. Yeah. yeah now, at least, you guys can – there's a, a legit chance that you can do things and – and be able to go enjoy those things. Well, Mabel, I'm off. I'm in, I'm only getting eight hours. I work Saturdays to get overtime. Right. You know, it's a little extra money for, you know, go out to dinners and, you know, little extra spurgy money. But I was taught by the older drivers. I think Manoa was one of them. He says, live off your eight, your 40 hours a week. And then anything after that, you know, put that away or you can use that for entertainment, however you choose. But learn to live off of 40 and, and it. And that's what I've been doing for a long time now is now. So now when I took over the Wally run, it's eight hours a day. I'm off by, you know, I'm driving in by 4.15, you know, and off by five. I'm home by 5.30 and I'm able to have enjoy the evening with my kids. Now I'm able to coach now and life is so much better now. Not, you know, not saying, oh, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can make the game. I don't know if I can make this test. And you're, you're running all day long and the average route six, you know, nine and a half hours so. My seniority, everything I've earned and, and put towards, you know, this this company, which is, and I'm happy for this company, you know, to be in this situation is, is amazing. But yeah, like you said, in the younger age, you know, or when you have those, those year out, you said, you know, a lot of hours. Yeah. And yeah, we do miss out on a lot of those things. And, you know, I'm happy to be able to do that. Yeah. To be able I, to coach I mean, yourself. It, it's, it's nice that you guys can do that. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a tough job, but it's a good job. Pays you good, and the benefits are good. But you have to be thankful that we're teamsters because, <clears throat> excuse me, we'd be making ten bucks an hour if we if we weren't teamsters too. Mm -hmm. And they would be that place would never survive because they would never get. Uh, okay, not every driver is quality, but the majority of drivers are quality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I mean, on on there, it, it's just a fact that there's some guys that aren't aren't that good but they got by somehow and uh did you keep up with the the elections that just happened the ibt yet yeah, um i'm bummed that <clears throat> damn excuse me i'm bummed that uh o'brien won 
But uh, did you see our local? Our local 952. Uh, I think we were like 60-something percent voted. For uh, Herrera. Yeah. Verma, right? Verma, Herrera. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to have an impact on the next election for the local. Well, Because the current guy supported O'Brien. Mm-hmm. But his local overwhelmingly so, voted for the other guy. Uh, yeah. So it just makes me wonder if. I know Grant's. I think Grant's running again. He's supposed course, to come on the of show again. He will. And I know whoever backs him. Right. To the fullest. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the outcome of, of both of them. You know, uh, we, I haven't been to a, a. I've been to like one meeting since they opened it up with the, you know, because of COVID. I don't, I'm not really in, in, in the loop right now of what's going on with the local and everything. You know, you hear rumors and stuff and and things that, that, as such. But, uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, just start saying stuff because of rumors. You know, I'd rather wait for people to come in and, and really talk about the, what's going on with the local. But what do we got? The election's coming, right? September, you think? I, isn't his... Uh... This is his last year, right? Don't we got a vote in September? Okay, maybe. I, I can't remember how long he's been in but um is it three years they run? yes three years so he's on it's probably coming to close to his end whatever i think um I, i'm gonna i wonder what the whole what they're gonna run on now because <clears throat> i don't know like what they're uh, gonna use to from from other than our ups has he kept his promises with the other people did he do these better things than uh, he said he was gonna do then Pat Kelly was doing. I mean, I'd like to see the results of all that stuff. You yeah, know? me too. He hasn't really had to do nothing with us because our contract's not up until uh, 23. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just it, from my perspective, the way things now, it caused divisiveness. Yeah, it definitely did. Especially everything that happened in our center too, how, how our shop stewards, one of them, Got can multiple shop stewards. Yeah, they just got canned out of nowhere. Okay, so um, what's his name? Went to be a business uh, agent. Yes. Okay. I, I know who you're talking about. Yes. So, you know this guy is going to go be a business agent. Why are you not having elections for new shop stewards before this guy goes to be the? And I think, look, at let's, let's make Why? this, that is, let's that, make this that, clear to the young drivers that are listening to this podcast. When somebody leaves from, that's a shop steward from our center, which is Tustin Center, when a shop steward leaves and be, or quits or wherever he goes, in this case, this shop steward went to become a business agent. Congratulations on that. Yeah. You know, good, good for you. But now we got to put in another shop steward for us. And we have the, you know, we have the right to vote in or whoever wants to go be a shop steward could put their name on a ballot and we would vote be. and we have not done that. How many months has it been? Um, however long, a couple months, but I mean, here's my whole thing. If you're running things so good, how come you knew this guy? <clears throat> Damn it. Sorry. Well, I don't think I have water, <laughs> but, uh, so he, uh, I mean, he knows this is coming up. We're going to move this guy. You come into our center and you say, Hey, this is what's happening. He's being promoted. So we need to hire before he leaves. We need to elect new uh, shop stores. And that's what upsets me the most is why are you doing that? You oh. come in on Christmas Day. I think it was Christmas the, the week the week before Christmas. 
and he comes in with like 30 dudes all tatted up all wearing black you know like i don't know if you're trying to intimidate us or you're trying to just show support but you should have came in and did an election for us and and we we as drivers or teamsters members should be able to look at that and go is that who i want to vote in again Exactly. I mean, I'm just saying. I he, mean, it, that, those little those are little things that that become big problems. That's it's a simple thing that became a big problem. Yeah, and at in my opinion, at the most important time when I think you really need the shop steward because now they got those PVDs. Are they taking work from the union guy? Are they? You know, what's let's make sure that everything's on the up and up here. Mm -hmm. You know that we're not letting the company cheat the i mean you're only guaranteed 40 hours but mm -hmm. are they taking more of this guy's work than this guy's hey wait a minute what's this happening hey well i got more seniority than that guy why is this happening like and a lot of supervisors working happens pretty much during peak mm -hmm. i think that's when you need them the most and you know nothing they 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 basically buried phil yeah i don't know if it was to try to I mean, I give Phil props because he, he you know hung what, you in know there. What? Somebody should say something. Maybe it should be me. Maybe I should have said, hey, dude, when are we going to have an election for another shop steward? You think they're lucky that uh, I wasn't working? Because <laughs> you know I would have. <laughs> I would have I I I went off, dude. I know I would have. I would have said, okay, you knew this was happening. What? Are you that stupid? Do you not understand what's going on here? I think it's just. Because I, I mean, I, 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 when I heard about that, I was pissed. I go, that's just so. How can it's a simple task, and you drop the ball, dude. Come mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I would have been up his ass. All over him, and I don't know. I, I just think it's that shows weakness to me. So, I mean, yeah, it's not nobody, nobody, nobody. We're not as a as a person. No one hates you as as your person. We're critiquing your job, and I think the problem is he takes it a personal offense when things like this are being said or rumors are going around in in the building of things. And it's, we're not critiquing the person; we're critiquing the position you're in and the job you're doing. You know, you want to get voted in again. Those little things mean the most to people like us. We're only in the hub. What? 30 minutes a day, maybe 45 minutes, 30 in the morning and 15 when we come back to the yeah. hub. So that time is, even though it's 30 minutes, it's a short time. It's a big deal for us when we're in there and we're discussing what's going on. Oh, they did this and then that. And, you know, all you got to do is just show up an hour once a week or something and, you know, hey, what's going on? Hey, well, are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? Because I'm sure somebody's already told them already, like, hey, when are we going to have a vote? Yeah, I, I know. I know. Uh, one driver that said he did, but the very it was either the first or the second meeting when he was in, everything was done. The meeting was over. I went up to him. He was still at the podium thing, and then he came down, and hey, hey, what's up? You know, and everything. And I said, listen, stop being divisive, dude. I go, this isn't your local, this is our local. Mm -hmm. I said, stop being divisive. Did you go? When did you go to? When was the last meeting you went? Man, it was. It's been a while. Okay, I know somebody told me at the last meeting they just kept talking about the old regime, not regime, but the old. That's what they call it. Yeah, but I mean, dude, they just keep talking about that. Like you're holding on to the past. Let's move forward here. Hey, you're supposed to be working to 
make things better for us. Mm-hmm. That's your whole job. Mm-hmm. That's your whole job. Mm-hmm. So do that, you know. And whether people like him or not, if he's doing the job, then you got you can't you can't say, well, I don't like the guy, but he's he's doing the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Things are getting done, mm-hmm. and then you have nothing to worry about whether people like you or not. As long as you're if you're getting stuff done, but if you're not, then you got a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, people are gonna say, you know what? People stop and think sometimes. Say, hey man, this guy bullshitting me for votes. Mm-hmm. You know. What has he done? Has he really done anything for me? You know, so I, I mean, I hope. Didn't they, didn't they say? I'd like once again, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not. These are just rumors I hear amongst, you know, being at work, that he was able to get us from taking the shuttle, parking at Anaheim Stadium to, uh, being able to park in front of the the hub and open up the parking lot for us, so we didn't have to take that shuttle every uh, Christmas season to uh, the stadium. He says that he he was the one to get it to got that done. He he could have been, but I mean, I I don't know because I like I said I haven't been around. But yeah. um, I mean I don't know who got the the other thing either. Like they said, you were supposed to get uh, paid for going through the security, right? Because mm-hmm. you gotta do yeah. your ID on yeah, the thing. You, you have ID. you ever seen and on your check? Yeah, does it show it or? No, but I think they said it adds up to like a dollar every time you scan in and out. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't know. I mean, I've only did it. Only did it doesn't a say bit. it on the paycheck, but I think they add it on your time. But it's only like a 10 seconds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I would just wonder if that ever was happening or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who is it that you should get paid for that. That More the fact is we should have got paid when we had to park at the stadium and those other places in shuttle. I mean, that we should have. Uh, I know they were fighting for it for a long time, but I mean, I don't know if he got the, because then that means they still had to, I think uh, one of the feeder drivers told me they were uh, staging the trailers off of State College and some place right up close to the 91 freeway in State College. There might have been a place that had room for it. I mean, so I don't know. Somebody said that they're putting them in at La Mirada building. They, they could have been. I mean, they had to. So, I mean, that opens that up. But they're screwing somebody else or paying for something else to stage the, mm-hmm. the trailer someplace if they're not doing it there. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He could have. He could have very well said, hey, listen, you know. We need the parking lot and this and the other. Or UPS could have just done it to save money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back to the O'Brien and O'Malley. O'Brien and O'Malley, right? I, I just know the one guy's name. Were those O'Brien. guys Irish or what? Old Irish know. guys? Probably. Mafia? <laughs> from Boston? I, I just know the one guy is O'Brien. I mean, he, from what you read about, from what I read about him, he knows he screwed up some... Uh, bad contract. Uh, yeah, bad contract. Screwed up some pensions. pensions yeah. What makes you think? What? 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 Make, what do you think they got so many votes compared to Herrera? Is just because they they're well more well known than Herrera and Vadma or? I have no idea. I or mean, because Hoffa Hoffa uh, endorsed, you know, and people just wanted to get away from the whole Hoffa th- thing. I don't even think Hoffa. I never voted for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's supposed to be a secret ballot, but sorry, I never voted for you, dude. Um. And it's weird because Herrera 
you know, comes from over there, 42, 396. Mm -hmm. I mean, hardcore, you know, union over there mm -hmm. where they don't take no crap from nobody. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't understand that. Probably just wasn't well known. Maybe he, just because he was mostly known here on the West Coast, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I think those guys are well. But if he got, I them. mean, if he got a history of screwing up contracts and screwing up pensions, well, they were. What was their main thing? The two two four thing, right? That was the main. That's one of the to uh, get the votes from the. Yeah, the and and plus, and also the the fact that they they went on the thing that, uh, even though it was uh, rejected, I guess because it wasn't two thirds of the vote for our contract or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, so that they 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 had it in the thing. Well, then, you should have been out there pushing people to vote. You know, mm -hmm. you know that's out there, and you're gonna take a chance that that might screw you. And you better get out there, campaign people to vote, get people in your building to vote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we're gonna need this election in our local. We're gonna have to get the votes, and I, I think we're gonna get some record-breaking votes. You know, this I, coming election. I, I'd like to see. I'd like. You know, when you look at that thing and it's like 30% of the people vote, mm -hmm. and then you got guys that complain about crap, did you vote? No, but then shut up. <laughs> you know? Shut your mouth. Yeah. You you, I mean, and it doesn't get, matter. Does it? Yeah, it does. A lot of the, and it's a lot of the part time guys don't vote, and it's been proven that a lot of the part time guys don't vote. And then when they come to drive in, they say, hey, well, this and then the other, well, you know, mm -hmm. on the contract, did you vote on your local thing and this is happening? Did you vote? Well, dude. If you thought ever when you were part-time member were thinking you're going to go driving, dude, you should be paying attention to what's going on, man. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that should just be basic at work, at least to have some kind of knowledge of uh, uh, at least some stuff that's going on. You or know? when and you retire, are you, are you going to go to median still? You can't. You're supposed to you go to the retirement ones. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. You're not. So the... One meeting, there was some girl there that had just, uh, that one I went to when I told you, I told him, don't divide us. Mm. Uh, Pat Kelly was there, Grant was there and everything. And this girl just kept yelling about crap. And everybody kept telling her, you're not even supposed to be here. You're retired. Get the fuck out of here and stuff. Oh, snap. And he had like his dudes, like, Menace had his dudes there, man. He had his, uh, like these guys there. And that's why I told him afterwards, I go, so what's with all the security force and stuff, dude? Mm. And I go, it looks stupid. Mm -hmm. Intimidate, trying to intimidate, dude. I mean, I'm not a badass, but he's not going to intimidate me. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I mean, that's just me. I, I'm going to always voice my opinion. It's just the way I am. I'm not going to change that. Sometimes it can get you in trouble, but you know, you gotta, you gotta speak your mind, man. Sometimes it might be wrong, but might piss people off but that's just the but way you it have is. to you have to speak your mind yeah i mean if that, that's why i went up there and i told him you know hey you know, what do you say when you told him that no he just shook my hand and like nodded his head and i'm like okay i mean because mm -hmm. it all turned into it's weird that it all turned into us against them it's stupid because it's not his local like i said it's not his local it's our local mm -hmm. you know you gotta take care of everybody yeah, you gotta take care of everybody. Yeah, so I'd like to. I'm, I mean, I'll be, I'll be retired, but I mean, I'm hoping that everything works out. And when it comes to retirement, what happens to your medical? Do you? I mean, so I gotta pay. I gotta pay three hundred because of my wife. So one hundred fifty for me. One hundred fifty. Oh, that's not bad. No, and it's the same. 
It's the same stuff. The dental, the eyes, the regular medical stuff, I think it might. I'm not sure 100% how it works, but it's all the same stuff. I thought people were saying it was like 800 bucks a month or something like that. I think that the old contract, when those guys did, I think when it changed to the companies. Uh, companies from the. I think the, that those guys might have got screwed. Oh, I'm not 100% sure if they if they retained the the union stuff or they had it when, you know, they had it before the union took it over. And if they jacked it up, I think they had to pay because they retired under that. Mm. So, you know, I mean, that's one of the, the good things about it. I mean, even 300, you figure 300 bucks from what I know, uh, talking to people that, you know, pay for their own insurance. That's like we're paying jump change. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's pretty good. Yeah, because, I mean, it's ridiculous how expensive all it is. And you keep the same thing with the prescriptions. If you do that 90-day thing, and I've only got one, so... Mm -hmm. It's it's free. It don't cost you nothing. Mm -hmm. yeah, it can't beat free, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat that. So, what are your plans for retirement? What do you got going? Well, we just got a we just got a new dog. I, I walk him like two three times a day. And what kind of dog is it? He's mix uh, beagle and I think corgi. He's a rescue from. He was in Mexicali, Mexico. Okay. And got him from there. How'd you find out about this? Um, my wife's friend, she, okay. she does them, and then they. My wife's been talking about getting a dog. She goes, "Hey, they got this little guy here, and this and the other. He's a handful, but you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, it's taken a while. We only had him a little over three months, mm -hmm. so you know, he's coming from being out in the street and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So he's he's coming around a little bit at a time. It, mm -hmm. It'll be okay. That I figure, hopefully enough with the rest, because it. I mean, I do get have the pain, but nothing compared to when i was at work so i'm hoping mm -hmm. i'm not I, I don't think i'm gonna be able to golf once a week but mm -hmm. it'd be like the maybe once every two weeks or at least once a month mm -hmm. or you know um quarter zone quarter zone shots won't work i've i've already had a couple of them you got to be careful of those things that go they start from what i understand they'll start breaking you down wow yeah you're only supposed to get so many of those from from what i understand now I could be wrong. Medic, uh, medicine could be different nowadays. So it's your rotator cuff. Yes, and it's just deteriorating. I what I I already had surgery on it. Yeah, in twenty ten. You had surgery on your other shoulder. Twenty ten right? on the left one. Twenty seventeen on the right one, and then my neck too. I got <sighs> I got scary. some my you know the whatever they call those vertebrae or the discs mm -hmm. or whatever you mm -hmm. know I got some problems with that so um, that's why they were going to do that thing. I said I have not like I had when I tore it the first time mm -hmm. I might have a little and they said it's they, they did the MRI mm -hmm. and so I mean I I guess I'll be okay as long as I don't go back to play but I think I'll be able to golf once in a while and I just I'll just have to I'll find stuff to to do what yeah. are you doing right now just hanging out yeah I kind of hang I do some stuff I with the dog I got I you know house chores and then i'll do some stuff outside a little bit but nothing maybe because there's only so much i can do before it starts, starts bothering. bothering so um i gotta kind of take it little 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 but i mean it's like it's funny because we were when we were playing poker last night uh someone asked tom tom goes man he's been watching those uh the karen's uh videos you know what i mean <laughs> how they call them like the, those ladies yeah, karen, yeah, yeah. yeah. so 
He goes, and I can He goes, next thing you know, I'm watching him for like three, four hours. <laughs> and, you know, because he's retired. He's mm-hmm. been out. It's weird to think that he's been out two years already. Yeah. And how about Pierce? Pierce was two years before him, huh? Uh, Might have been a couple more. A couple more, huh? Yeah. And Pierce, he he does his thing, and he does, I think he. Because you got to keep moving. Yeah. He time. babysits uh, his grandkids. I know that during the day. And he he keeps he keeps pretty busy, busy. too. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you, you're never going to keep as busy as we did at work. Mm. But you can, and so like I said, you know what, once I know and everything's done and like, okay, I'm done with the doctor and they say, okay, well, this is what you can and can't do. Okay, then I'm going to, I'll do what I can. I'm sure I'll be able to golf a little bit. I haven't done it all right now because. Mm. Does the cold weather make it hurt more? Always. And not just that, like I had that operation on my, when I broke the bone in my foot. I feel it in there. I feel it in both shoulders. feel it in my neck. I had surgery here. Uh, when I tore the tendon in my elbow, and it's all from work. Yeah, everything Jeez. everything is all documented. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying though. I yeah. everything is all. I mean, I know there's guys that like to go and have it done by disability and all that stuff. Because I don't have to wait for the doctor. I don't have to do this. Well, all you have to do when you're with the clinic is you put your foot down and say no. After 30 days, I'm not seeing this quack anymore. I know you got the Liberty Mutual's got the list of the doctors that work with them. You go through and you look at their credentials. They're so hard, huh? Liberty Mutual and those people—they—they they try, but you got to know how to. You got to go over people's heads, and you got to push, and you got to keep pushing. I mean, I'm sure that the like some buzzer goes off when I call in, like, "Hey, just just <laughs> the red alarm." Yeah, just take care of it. You know, I mean, I guarantee you that if that thing was FDA approved, I probably would have got it. Mm-hmm. But okay, so they say you can't do it. Okay, but when I retire, I'll still have from all those things. I already went and saw a work comp lawyer, mm-hmm. so you. You, you know, basically what you're going to do is you're going to get some sort of settlement and then you get future medical too. And I'll have future medical on all my injuries. So were you able to get, were you able to with that? Are you able to get your social security early too? Cause your disability, I'll be 62 in March. So, oh, I, so I'm really matter. not even, I, okay. I, I'm sure I could go and apply for uh social security disability mm-hmm. but doesn't matter your March, March i didn't know you're that old yeah march 19th i'll turn 62 and everybody says oh but you can wait dude i could be 62 years old in a day and get hit by a bus and mm-hmm. and oh i waited till i was 65 well at least i got if i'm 62 in a day at least i got one day of my social security you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i mean um no i'm, I'm taking it I'm how ta- much does social security uh, pay someone working 30 years the last one thing i saw mine is gonna be because when you go on disability does does that take away from your social security well it you're you're not uh because you're not working so you're not paying in just like your pension kind of just like your pension Mm -hmm. so for me i think the last thing i saw was and that wasn't counting the four months four and a half months i worked this year so i think i'm gonna get just about two grand a month yeah and my pension and um my 401k three years ago i pulled it all out and and invested it oh yeah that's what we talked about last yeah time. so I'll, I'll i think i'm gonna get about 23 or 24 a month from that good thing i i i maxed as many as long as i could in that 401k i did the max uh and there was sometimes many years I did you do the max for let's see I have had it ever since I could Sorry, do the please. ever since I could do the four hundred one k. Let's see, did I? Uh, and so, how long how long will that last you too? If you get twenty four hundred a month, okay. So that 401K. with that with the thing that I invested in and with the my financial advice, that's 
since uh, I'll call him and tell him, hey, so it's going to be whatever, like the 24, and I'll get that until I die. Really? Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I did, I that's need, why I did it. You need to set me up with this guy because that's what I want to do. Because mine, I, I will. My, I have, I have my set, and it gives me my estimate when I retire right. how much I'll get a month. Because uh, I'm figuring that's how much I would get a month, but I think it's a 65. I think at 65. So I don't know if that's calculating me if I retire early or that is. But I want to get a hold of your guy and, and talk with yes. him because I'm definitely, uh, obviously, I'm eligible to retire at 52. That's another nine more years. No, no. That'll 11 you, more years but i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do it yeah because i started uh when i was 18 okay so i was 24 so that's yeah good. i have a total of 23 years at ups and i've been driving for almost 17 years so you know I, i'll be able to you know serrano retired young yeah i was happy for him and, yeah. I, and i'm trying to figure these things out now because that's why i'm asking all these questions because no, i would love to retire at 52 but i don't know if i'll be financially be able to do it because of insurance, you know, I got kids and they're on your insurance until the 24 now, 26, 20, 26 now. So I yes. have to wait till my son's 20, my youngest, she's what? Nine. So nine, 26, 15. No, that's not 15 years, 25 years. No, that's not 25 years, 17, 17 years. I would have to work another 17 years. Cause obviously I want them to he can take retire, advantage. He can you retire know? with Billy in 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about like this. I already saw like, okay, this is what I'm probably going to take. This is what I can afford up to this point of what I'm going to take out of my 401k mm. when I retire and blah, 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 blah. And this guy came in and he showed me, no, this is what's happening. Our friends turned us on to this financial advisor. I never thought about ever having one. Mm -hmm. And I talked to them and he said, no, this is what we can do. And he, you got this, that, and the other and blah, blah, blah. And okay, so we do this. He goes, okay after you had to keep it invested with them for a year then you could start so and then i didn't do it that year and i didn't do it that year and now that i'm gonna do it this year he says okay well this is the amount you're gonna get let me know i'll start firing the checks your way so i one of the few good moves i ever made in my life financially yeah 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 <laughs> i know you talked about last podcast and I, and i'm yeah i i look towards the future and i try to f figure out you know now that i'm 41 you know it's time to start thinking about the future. I mean, I've always thought about it, but I want to be on top of it, you know? Yeah. My, uh, I just, because of my mom and dad and like the way they lived out there, I was like, I'm not gonna, mm -hmm. I'm not going to end up like that. Mm -hmm. No freaking way. I said, I'm doing, that's why I started uh, realizing I got to pump more into my 401k. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, after, I think it was after the first two or three years I started saying, wait a minute. I need to start doing this. Mm. And, you know, I, I wish I would have had my financial advisor back then. Mm -hmm. It would have been way better. But, I mean, so I started doing that and, and and all that, you know what I mean? And so I will, from what I look at it, and then and then I, I, I will be okay when I, when I retire. Mm -hmm. I won't. Um, um, the pension's pretty good then. Huh? Oh, man. I, just, just, just. Think about it. Even though I missed a, a lost yeah. a couple of years because of injuries, mm -hmm. you you got a light at the end of the tunnel, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have that. Don't have that. And yeah. when you look at it and you start saying, nah, it doesn't look like much," and you start thinking, "Go wait a minute," but I'm going to be retired. I'm not going. You know, the, uh, some of these expenses are going to be less, and this, that, and the other. And I've got took care of this and that, got these things out of the way, and now I, I'm only going to have to pay for this and that. And you you do all those things. And you start going, you go, shit, man, I'm lucky I, uh, I'm lucky I got this. Cause I mean, 
some people all they got when they retire is like their social security they don't you know they work their whole lives to to have yeah. nothing at the end of their thousand bucks yeah yeah you know what i mean and and um we but the thing is is i know people some people will say well you know you guys have got this pension all the stuff well you know what though but we we freaking earn it man yeah you definitely, we freaking you definitely earn do. we earn every fucking penny of that pension yeah. we get yeah i can i I can't agree with you more. You know, I mean, I, I'm a lot of people used to say to me, "Damn, you get seven weeks vacation." Shit, I earned that though. You know, it took me. To, well, you get more than seven weeks. You get your well, that including your FHPs and options. Well, then you sick if, days. If you cut, then you talk about basically nine. Yeah. If you took sick days in your FHPs, seven and four, eleven. Mm-hmm. Basically, two more. So I mean, but I mean. You know, and it's like, damn, how can you get? I go, well, one, the teamsters negotiate that crap for us to go. Two, Ben, your body needs that break at that job. Mm-hmm. You know, and then as I got, like I said, as as I got older, this got worse. I used my seniority for every day. I was up there, like, no, nah, you're. I need to know if we're up drivers or not. And they try to hide that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was one of the main ones that said, nah. Mm-hmm. This is what's. Ha- I'm sorry, man. I I waited a long time to get a this high up in seniority. I'm going home, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like because I just won the the BS and two just your body, you know. It's like man, I need a break. But I enjoyed coming in and working for David on Saturdays. Oh yeah, he's the best. I hope that he doesn't leave this this year. I know that somebody came back and tried to lure him to the La Mirada building and. I was like, you better not go, man. You know, I really, really like working for him. I, he, he's one of the guys that, you know, he he helps you. You know, you know, does whatever it takes. You know, I like, would come in and make. I would come in on and make my last day of Saturday. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, with I, I like Dave. He's like he always like he'd always uh, give me like the best vehicle for on Saturday yeah. and like, hey, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to do this, this, and whatever I wanted to do, he would just like. Make your own route. And yeah. Your own. Okay. You just want to help me with air. Okay. Just help me with air. Oh, can you, can you do so, like some of your resi and stuff? Because we're, he listens to the podcast. Oh, does he? Yeah. He, he's a hey, dude. Shout out to David. Yes. David Diaz. He's one of the super, few cool supervisors left in that place. I mean, it, they're, they're not like they used to be, man. I think the, the last one, the old really last one is uh rolando down there in college yeah he's the last one of the old school the ones old that school i remember because weaver it was him and weaver mm-hmm. yeah he's still down there i see him every once in a while on the hub i mean i don't know uh how some of these other ones may be in the ones that we don't have and i mean we got that one guy i've never i've never even i've seen him a couple of times that new supervisor mm-hmm. Oh, in our center? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He was uh, basically just like taking guys out for rides for the first that I saw. But I never really... He started to kind of gradually get in. Yeah, because I never talked to him or nothing. And, I mean, it it just... It's it's not... Those old school guys, because most of those guys drove for a reasonable amount of time before they went into being a supervisor. Mm -hmm. And what's his name, too? The manager in college, Daniel. Him and I drove together in the beginning. Oh, oh, he's a Hispanic guy, right? Yeah, he he's always the wears center a, manager. Always wears a windbreaker. Yeah, he uh, yeah, yeah. he and I drove together. He's he's a you know he's a good guy, mm-hmm. you know. But then there's a couple of guys that I drove with that are that are supervisors that are in my 
opinion pieces of shit. So I mean, you know, it just depends on how you, uh, what what your I guess what their goals were to be in when they went in to be the supervisor. What's what? But you're not going to play poker part time. You try to come. Uh, oh man, I, pro. You know what? I I just enjoy, dude. Last if you want to talk about, like last night. I'm dealing, and I can't even deal myself a decent hand, man. <laughs> so I told, I was telling Susa last night. I go, man. I said, listen. I said, I'm just gonna start coming to like Scott's house or Kane's house when we have the game. I said, I'm just gonna deal. I'm not even gonna play anymore, dude. <laughs> I said, this is terrible. I like watching on YouTube the, the Vegas cheaters or, or card cheaters. There was some dude that was a big time. Uh, got, uh, I guess I don't know if he got kicked out of the casinos or if he got in trouble for. Uh, cash game player he was always like on his phone and stuff and i guess they accused him of cheating i watched a little bit of that but then it got boring yeah you know yeah or they they learn how to like trick the cards like they look like they're mixing them up and they're not really mixing them up and then they there's, give them the good hands and stuff like that oh i mean there's guys that know how to do that but i i imagine the gardens they're they're nothing but cheaters at the gardens they got all kinds of hand codes the trans and the winds are over there like what's it like going to what's his name's house <laughs> I will say his name. This is the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Um, when I went, when I first started playing in the local card club casinos, I used to go to the bicycle. Okay. And I used to see these three guys there all the time. They were Asian. I don't know if they were Vietnamese or not. And I, I go, God, these guys just. These guys must just, you know, bring their paycheck down here and whatever. Mm. And then one day I'm watching the news and they said, you know, blah, blah, blah for uh, loan sharking and blah, at the Bicycle oh. Casino. And they, they show these three guys on the thing. And I tell my <laughs> wife, I go, holy crap. I go, I, I seen those guys there like almost every time. Now I know why they were there all the time. Yeah, they were loaning money to all the guys that are, you know. Have you gone to the gardens lately? I have the worst luck there, so I haven't been there in no, years. Really, yes. I haven't been there in years. When's the last time you've uh, been to a casino? Oh, me and Susan went to South Point in November. Oh, okay. Uh, the, you didn't smash the, no girl behind the stairwell? Nah, <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend. Nah, we were, we, man, we were doing terrible on the football bets. We were just doing terrible. Then he won a couple at the end. He won some of his money back. But I was playing mm -hmm. cards and just doing the betting and stuff. Yeah, we had a good time. So you haven't been playing any uh, parlays for football? No, I haven't. Uh, I don't like you know, like some of the guys got like the, the bookies or whatever. Mm -hmm. They got the um, online things or whatever. I yeah, I had a bookie, and then once I took over the studio, I had to stop. I was I had to start saving money and stuff like that. I haven't gambled for forever. Oh, I know. I like I'll definitely to, do it for the Super Bowl for sure. I'm yeah, like, I'm going for. I'm going. I always go. Okay. But last time it kind of sucked because of COVID, and um, they didn't open up the big rooms at the South Point. And I'm hoping in another month that things are uh will be okay that they'll open the big ballrooms up so we can go back into watching the games in there but i we go permission but i don't know if it's next year 2023 or 2024 the allegiant stadium's gonna get it yeah i think so right and there's no way i'm going to vegas while the super bowl's in vegas <laughs> there's That's no the way biggest weekend ever because you know what's gonna happen is you're gonna have all those people there for the game. All those people and for the on top, on, on yeah, but on top of all the people that go like I do just to go mm -hmm. because it's that weekend. Mm -hmm. You know that they're gonna jack up all the prices. Mm -hmm. Everything's gonna. So I'm like, dude, I'm I'm. You ever heard of that guy Vegas Dave? No. 
this Hispanic dude, like he he was the best at at uh, parlays, uh, picks. He he's pretty. He predicted uh, the Broncos would win the Super Bowl. He predicted the uh, who was it the the Milwaukee Brewers to win uh, to win to win the World Series. But he makes the bets beginning of the seasons before the seasons begun, and he's putting hundred thousand three three hundred thousand, and he's won millions of dollars of the outcomes for them to to win. And uh, he he just came out the movie on YouTube. I'll send it to you. It's kind of corny in the beginning, but this guy, man, he. Now he does uh, pickums where you can pay him and he'll show you the picks of the week. And the guy's pretty wealthy, man. He's pretty uh, definitely well off. They used to have uh, his Vegas Dave. Okay, they used to have uh, commercials on every Sunday morning, starting at like five in the morning. Of these guys uh, um, that were they, they're yelling at the top of their lungs. I had you know five out of five last week and mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. And for fifty bucks, I'll give you these winning uh, picks and everything. And it's like shit. Yeah, these for years they used to have those guys on there. Now they don't have them on there anymore because they probably found out those guys were all crooks. Where on on the hotel TV? No, just on your regular oh, TV at home. One. Oh, <laughs> back in the day, I just remember one guy's name was Stu Finer. That's because he was like one of the guys that yelled the loudest. That's why his name sticks, I think. But yeah, they had uh, those guys in the morning every Sunday morning. Man, they were on there yelling and screaming about <laughs> it. how last week they were five to five, five and five, or they picked the two teams and they bet this and they hit big. And I'm like. Uh, but you got to pay them like fifty bucks, and they'll send you their picks. I want to. I want to do another trip to Laughlin again, dude, and do the horse races. I always enjoyed doing that with you guys. Yeah, that you know what? The last time I was there with the COVID, it sucked. You know. Yeah, this COVID's fucking. Yeah. Up. So I mean, if they open it back up there, I'd like to go back again. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, if it's still there, huh? It's, I wonder if it's really hurting down there in Laughlin. They, well, you know, they closed Colorado Bell. But it, you know, I think I did hear something like that. I, I don't know if they're going to rebuild it or rebuild on there. I don't know what they're going to do, but I know they're going to build something. Um, I I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed going there. We would meet you guys, like you guys mm-hmm. took those buses and stuff. Now I know why you never took the bus on. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, you man, that we met bus. you guys, that there's something happened to that bus. Oh yeah. And I'm like, wow, man, they got a flat tire. Uh, some that one dude got sick there in Laughlin. You guys got yeah. He up. ended up having gas. He kept passing gas the yeah. whole time. And then uh, there was another thing that you guys uh, something else happened on one of the ones. I can't remember what it what was. One of my homies started making out with his lady. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, he passed out and he kept giving her the eye. And I think they started making out and he was passed out. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I mean uh, that was that was cool going back then and stuff. And I mean I stay there when I go to Lake Mojave. So we go there at least once a year to Lake Mojave. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that going for the, for the horse races. That's why I like going to the South point because they got like the, their, well, for one, their sports book stays open 24 hours. Mm. So while every, you can like for the Super Bowl, I'll go like maybe 12, one o'clock. And then I make my bets. Cause there's nobody in the, nobody Where are you staying at South point? Yeah. We always stay there. You like that hotel, huh? Yeah, because it's got everything, dude. That's the one right before you hit to hit Vegas. Basically. Yeah, because when you first come in, it's on your right hand side. Yeah, when you first come in, there's the M that's like right there. Yeah, the M. And then as you get in more, there's South Point and Silverton's on the other side of the street. Yeah, other side of the highway. Yeah, I like it. It's uh, it's pretty much you got everything there. I like the fact that the sportsbook stays open twenty four hours. That's crazy. They got a nice big poker room. So I have a good time when we stay there. Who's all going to go? Me and my wife and Tom and his wife 
and I don't know who else has uh, decided they're going to go. I know, uh, I think Jeremy said he's going next weekend, I think, to to Vegas. I wanted to go next weekend because it's the first of the playoffs, playoffs and there's a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And then then we'll, of course, I'll, I'll, I'm like I said, I'm going for the Super Bowl, and then we'll go March, uh, the second week of March Madness, I think we're, we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Not the, it's like the 24, because 20, Billy already said, hey, I need to know those days. And I said, okay, Billy, here's the thing, though, man. We're leaving on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I said, we're coming home Monday, not Sunday night. Because the last time I I drove home, we left at 10 o'clock at night on Sunday. And I drove home. And we stopped on the way home to uh, pay G-Man his money for his bet. So like at 2 in the morning, I'm pulling off the freeway. And he met us at a gas station so we could pay him for his bet he made. <laughs> and we hit traffic on the way home at 10 o'clock at night, leaving Vegas, 10.30. We hit traffic on the. You way do home. I want. I want to get G Man on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Do you have his? I don't think I have his number. Okay, I, I, I got one. it. Okay. Yeah, I, think, I know. I know he'd come on. Yes, I, I think he would. And yeah, talk to him. He DJed my brother-in-law's wedding. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good guy. I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, I, I was keeping good contact. I haven't talked to him in maybe a month or so. Usually, at least once a month. You know, talk to him or text with him. What's up? Mm-hmm. He has a right next to the South Point. There's a, um, I always forget the name of the. He used day. to tell me where all the good spots were to eat at. Oh, really? Yeah, he used to tell me there was a spot, the Rio, this Italian restaurant, where the guy, the the guy who was the chef and the owner, or whatever, he would DJ and stuff like that. Yeah, we went and tried it out uh, on his recommendation. It was actually really good. But he he the, he knows all the spots where to eat. Yeah, see, that's like one of my things is like. That's not like when I'm in Vegas, that's like not important. Eating. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll eat in the coffee shop, dude, for every, for all three meals. <laughs> or eat the, at the South Point, they got the hot dogs a buck and a quarter, man. They're good. Yeah. If you could find those prices now. Yeah. That line's always long, but the hot dogs are worth it. Yeah, man. I haven't been in Vegas in a long time. Yeah. I mean, with the COVID, it's been a little different kind of sucks i can't wait till this is just all in it like everything's opens back up and you know that's one place that you need to eat it's tough with restrictions yeah you know what i mean that's because that's a vegas is a let loose place Mm -hmm. you know when you Mm -hmm. got restrictions it's kind of like yeah no i went there it was in vegas two years ago well gonna be two years we went to Zion National Park, but we stayed a day in Vegas. Oh, when you guys and went then, to Zion? Yeah. And then we came back, and we stayed in another day at Green Valley Ranch. Um, that was in uh, Henderson. Right. But uh, we stayed at Mandalay Bay during the summer. But I remember I was gambling, and you had to wear your mask. And then, you know, you go to drink something and put your mask back on. And it was just totally ridiculous, man. If you're a smoker, though, they don't say nothing to you. Really? Because you're smoking the whole time. You have to have the mask down, and they're just like yeah so um but uh, i i used to go play poker there too we would drive from like south point we'd stay there mm-hmm. and go to green valley and play yeah and i liked i like when we stayed downtown when billy would get the rooms um there that's one place where i like to eat it's the main street the buffet and they got a the triple seven brewery mm-hmm. I, I like to go to those places but other than that i mean i would play uh poker at the golden nugget because um binions like the last couple of times I went in there, man, that place I think is Tommy was saying last night he thinks that they're in financial trouble. 
I think I heard of something about that too. And it got, I think the name got changed for one thing. And, but it still said Binion's on the picture I saw, but that's what I heard. But I heard that it was like, I mean, dude, that was the place. That was like where they had the World Series of Poker. Mm-hmm. It went from that to being in financial trouble. Well, the pandemic trouble. took everybody out. But I mean, they got that place right next door, uh, right in Cirque. They just built that new place. Oh, yeah, the Cirque. And that place is like. Is that the one with the big old Ferris wheel? No. No, no. Cirque that's... is the one that's downtown that they just did. And I guess it's got the pool and it's got the sports book right there where and you can see. Oh, and the yeah, pool yeah. is like right there too or whatever they built it at, at, at the end right because uh, the plaza is the one that's the very end mm-hmm. and then as you're actually on that fremont street they built that they knocked down the old las vegas club i think i think i've only like been that. in downtown <clears throat> once oh really yeah i was supposed to go to stay at the plaza remember john from uh dispatcher yeah, see, he's he the, hooked me up at the room yeah and that's what he told us too that he could and we we were getting ready to go. Me and my wife were getting ready to go for our anniversary, and the, the earthquake hit. That was the one. A couple of years ago, it was in La Habra. Okay. And she was running to our kid. She was probably like at five at that age. And they had a little whatever was hanging on the on the wall foul. She ran, and it split her head open. So she had to go to the emergency. So we just we canceled. But it was, we had to stay home. The kids were scared. There was aftershocks throughout that whole weekend. But that was, John hooked it up, and we, we had a suite and everything set up. And I was like, cool. I never stayed at downtown. And. It'd be cool and never got to, man. But I yeah, it's definitely. a trip. It's uh, people watching down there. It, it, that's what that's good for down there on Fremont Street, mm-hmm. the strip downtown. Yeah. But Billy was getting the rooms at uh, Plaza, too. And we were, mm-hmm. so we were staying down there. I mean, Plaza just maybe equal to or maybe a step up from Motel 6, dude. I mean, the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how many murders happen? But I mean, it's sometimes when it's free you don't care plus i thought it was pretty cool that the car parkers are teamsters oh really yeah so i always tip them real well that's cool man yeah when you do that like when you're coming back in and they know that you're like that man they like they're running to go get come (laughs) come get your ticket to go get your car but i just because they're teamsters i take care of them so going back for super bowl anything else you got going on just retirements then huh yeah just getting that all all together and um Figuring, you know, then I'll, like I said, I'll have to go find out. I guess I would go on March 19th. That's when I turned 62. So I guess that's when I would go to the Social Security office. And I don't know if you do it before. I guess I could call and find out. I don't know how all that works. But I am, like I said, I'm taking it at 62. I know some people say, I should wait, but I ain't waiting for nothing, dude. Yeah, 62, you know. What am I waiting for? I don't know. What's the average age now for people's being alive? 85? You know what? I've got a lot of longevity in my on my dad's side, and actually, my mom's ninety. So she's ninety six, which is surprising for her side of the family. But on my dad's side, I got some real long longevity. Really? Yeah. So I mean, but you know what, dude? I mean, once you get if I, the only thing is, uh, like, if I can't do stuff no more and I, my body starts breaking down as I get older, man, I just, I'd rather just go. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to still be mobile. Yeah. Well, 62 is still young. Yeah. You know. I understand that. But I mean, I'm just saying, I wanted, I didn't want to go anymore. I, I wanted to make there. sure I had, I could afford to when I did and I wouldn't have to, like, cut way back, mm-hmm. which I won't have to. But I also, you know, as you go by, you see some of the guys at work, you know, mm-hmm. they're all beat up and everything. I'm thinking, 
Are those guys going to enjoy retirement? There's a lot of guys your age still working in our center, huh? Yeah, but I'm just I'm like, is it worth it? And are you going to be in any kind of shape where you're going to enjoy your retirement? Some of them probably don't even think about retiring. Probably just going to die behind the wheel. You know, they, that, they, that breaks they, my heart. They're when not I, good with their finances. I mean, who knows? That breaks my heart. If you don't have anything else other than your job, you don't have like nothing outside your job to to do. I mean. Well, back east, they have that 25 and out. You know that, right? No. Yeah, I, it's in their contracts. I don't know what district or what, what hub, but that was one of the things that people were coming on, like Teamsters are coming on talking about. Over there, though, the O'Brien and O'Malley's and some of their contracts, they have the 25 and out. So at UPS, 25, you're out. That's it. That's not, I mean, that's not a bad thing if you can afford it. Sure, afford that's it, good. Yeah. I mean, I, we had the Golden 80, which is nice. Yeah. And I made mine six years ago. I would have been able to if I could have afforded it at the time. I, twenty five years, and I was fifty five years old. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, you know, I I couldn't at the time. But I'm I'm I, I'm just thankful that I can now. You know, because like I said, you know, there's. Uh, Did it go by fast? Now do you think? Because I mean, yeah, when not, I retire, I'm gonna be like, man, it just happened so quick. And now I, I, I've told myself to enjoy every moment when I get behind the wheel and I go out and see customers because I know I'm more than over the hump now towards my retirement. I mean, I'm not going to work another 25 more years. Right. You know, I, I got 15 years left. I know I'm going to miss the BS and when you come in in the morning and when you mm-hmm. come in at night and the customers you have that you like to talk to mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Unless you're not a personable person, mm-hmm. you know, you, I, I I think that has to be something you're going to miss when you retire. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are guys out there that probably don't talk to their, you know, mm-hmm. don't talk to their customers or the customers don't like them and stuff like that. But I've never had that, you know. So, yeah, I I'm, I know I'm going to miss that. And I, I like coming in and talking with the guys in the morning. I'm going to miss that. Um, but then when I start looking, I'm not going to miss so much the the job and like the, the way that the bs is now mm-hmm. compared to how it was before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um yeah but i mean and, and uh keeping in because i notice it right now like keeping in touch with the people mm-hmm. i don't keep in touch as much as when i was at work mm-hmm. but that's because you got different things going on now mm-hmm. i just hope it doesn't change too much i don't i, I still want to keep they used to be out there playing poker. There yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure with those guys doing that, and uh, I like to get together with some guys and go golfing. Um, still, do, I don't care how old I am. I still want to do the Vegas trips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I still want to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, going to Laughlin, if the guys, some of the guys want to incorporate, hey, coming out with us when I take the boat out and stuff, that would be cool too, mm-hmm. you know, when we go to like Lake Mojave. Mm-hmm. I'd like to... But then again, I'll be retired, so I'll be able to go any time. But... Mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to get the, I've always wanted to do that, but it's because of the vacations and stuff like that to get guys together and come out and go three, four days out to the river, mm-hmm. you know, cause usually when Tom and I go, it's just us and our wives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to have a couple of the other guys, you know, I always thought about uh, getting the guys together and like going out for a weekend out to the river and, and playing poker one night, you know, the poker guys are just mm-hmm. who wants to come and, and play poker in the, um, in the hotel lobby, I don't know. They got like these, they got meeting rooms, even in the small hotel. Hell, just tell them, hey, we want to use this 
you know, like go play poker in there and, and do that and then go out on the water, you know, on the boat and shit. Because Tom's got jet skis too. Dang. You know, he's got a couple of three-seaters, so I mean. You talk to Weaver? Man, that breaks my heart. There's another thing that bothers me. I, I don't, he never, uh, he never says anything on our group text that we have that's with him. He never responds to nothing. And a couple of times I texted him, he hasn't answered me back. He texted me back <laughs> a couple of my, I sent him an old picture of us golfing. Uh, I was reflect, doing a reflection one night, you know, after my brother passed and just going through my phone. And I sent him and then he didn't respond until about three days later. And then I told him, hey, man, hope you're doing well. And then I told him about my brother and everything, everything I was going through. And he just says, you know, hang in there, you know, just, you know, some inspirational stuff. But that was it. Nothing, you know, nothing like how you been and everything like that. I just I just hope he's doing well, man. I really like Brian. I'm sure there's somebody he he taught. He's still talking. I mean, somebody said he was working at the Long Beach airport. Yeah. Maybe we should just go pop in. I wonder if he could. Um, wherever he's at. I don't know if he's out there on the, if he's out there on like in the tarmac area, I don't know. But Somebody said he was a bartender, but I don't know if that's true or not. I, I, I thought he was working with the food service oh. people, you know, that load the trucks up with the, I mean, that, that drive the little truck out there and load the planes up with the, oh. that's what I thought, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I hope he's doing well, man. I liked Weaver. Weaver was a good guy. I mean, we got into it a few times, but overall, yeah, he would always take care of me, mm-hmm. you know, so. Mm-hmm. He's the one that made the nickname stick because just, like I said, the Liberty was the one that gave it to me, but he was the one that, like, made it stick He's from that day. Remember we were at a what, what party we were at, and he showed up. We were at a co-worker's house. I forgot what it was for, and he showed up, and he says, the only reason why you're here is because I allowed it. <laughs> he goes, at Burkage's he goes, house. He goes, thank you, Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> at Burkage's house. Yeah, that was a crack up. But anyways, man, hey, once again, man, I'm, I'm honored for you to come on the show. You're always welcome to come on the show, of I, course. I told you, man, any time I, I, I like this, man. Yeah. I, I always enjoy it. Yeah. We just come in here and just kind of talk about whatever. Just shoot, just shoot the shit, man. That's, yeah. what's, that's what it's all about. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, congratulations on your retirement, man. Thanks, I'm happy man. for you. And, and every time I see my, you know, when I first started as a driver and, and you guys were in your primes and to see you guys, now you were all retiring and it's. It's, it's bittersweet, you know, it's like I always looked up to you guys. I learned from you guys and and now you guys are retiring and I have to take that with everything I've learned and everything you guys taught me and teach that to the younger kids. And I hope these young drivers learn, learn what's what's going on, get involved in your local and just just, you know, you guys are young. You're starting your your career as a driver. And before you know it, man, you're, you'll out, you'll be eligible to retire. And it's very important to keep an eye out and that that light at the end of the tunnel was there is getting closer and you want to be able to be well established with your finances and be able to, uh, you know, retire at a decent age where you can enjoy it. And once again, Frank, congratulations on the retirement 30 years with UPS 30, almost 32, 30 February. It would be two months short of 32 years. Once again, man, congratulations. Thanks. Uh, I want to thank all my listeners around the world that tune in to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you guys next week. I love you guys. Be good to one another. You know, smile, open the door for people. Hey, man, you know, this podcast is all about positivity, information, and just, you know, let's just get together, man. We're all in this together, all right? I'll see you guys next week, all right? Peace.